Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. Welcome back to the Brodo Heat Wave, powered by the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. 32 teams in 32 days, brought to you by the Brodo team, Mike Petrop, Jason Petrop, Tim Petrop, and Santiago Casanova. Welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave, powered by the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. 32 teams in 32 days, doing it Brodo style, discussing every single fantasy relevant player up until the start of the season. This week, we are taking a look at the Chargers. Go uh, Chargers, go. <laughs> not the No, no, not the Roth. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Petrop, here with my brothers, Michael Petropoulos, Jason Petropoulos, and of course, the smoothest man in fantasy sports, Cass, uh, Santiago Casanova. Now, before getting started, we want to remind you, please download the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. It is the only app that has every single tool that you need to draft a winning team and keep a winning team during the season. And guess what? It's free. Free. F-R-E-E for real free. You don't have to pay anything. And on this app, you get fantasy football player cards, who to draft tools, player comps, podcasts, consistency charts, game logs, coaching tendency stats, articles, rankings, waivers, advanced statistics, and regular statistics. Every single stat you need, including exclusive statistics that are made by the brilliant minds of Jason Petropoulos and Santiago Casanova. True throw value, true target value, true performance value, rushing yards over expected and points per opportunity, excluding touchdowns. Now this is free for a limited time. Thanks to our patrons over at patreon.com slash Brodo fantasy. We want to thank you for supporting the show. And if you are liking what you're hearing and you want to support the show as well, please do join because of that. But most importantly, join because the community on discord is honestly the best. We love those guys. We're like friends. We're all like-minded. We're friends right off the bat. Play in leagues with us and other people who are like-minded and love fantasy. Get an extra podcast per week, waiver podcast, private team consultations, free giveaways, and more. And as always, the Brodo Hub is brodofantasy.com where you could find all things Brodo. Let's dive in. A brand new outlook for these Chargers. Uh, it is a different. It's a it's a it's a different situation. Uh, Brandon Staley at head coach. We've had Anthony Lynn at head coach for a very, very long time. Uh, Joe Lombardi, who is going to be the offensive coordinator. He was the quarterback's coach for the Saints. uh, 12 of the last, I'm sorry, 13 of the last 15 seasons, I believe. that He's been there for a a very long time. So um, basically as long as Cass has been alive. Ayo, he called you young, Cass, too young. I'm sorry, 12 of the last 14 seasons. And then he he took a, a break in between to be the offensive uh, coordinator for the Lions for a second there. But this so you can't really go back to to this team in any way last year because like I always said, new coach, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback equals new tendencies. Now we do have the same quarterback, but he's a young guy. And he set the world on fire last year, but he has the opportunity to change, to evolve. So you're basically going to expect this offense to give you different things than you saw before, especially because when you have a guy like Anthony Lynn, who was a running back, who was a running backs coach and whose offense was running back centric. And now you're going over to a guy like Joe Lombardi, who comes from a saints offense, who uh, gets the ball in space to running backs. Yes, but it's not, I wouldn't say running game centric. And then 
coach Brandon Staley, who was the defensive coordinator for the Rams. So he's a defensive guy. So a lot to be guessed for these chargers. And the best way to do it is based on the talent that we know, right? We, when you don't know what the tendencies are, you got to bank on that talent and where the talent is most familiar is in the wide receiver room. So I want to start on the wide receivers uh, with this. I know we started quarterback the last couple episodes. I want to switch it up. Keenan Allen is someone who it's, it's tough for me to draft him where he's going because of his, because he doesn't get, he doesn't get these big passes. He's a, he's a, he's very much a volume guy. He's, he's, he's a very low a dot. Like he's one of those type of guys. So I don't know if he can give me those blow up games that I really want from someone I'm taking in his, in his place. On the other hand, you have Mike Williams and Mike Williams has had seasons where he was the speed outside guy. He's had seasons where he was the guy in the end zone. He's had good seasons. He's had disappointing seasons. Now he's on his fifth year in his rookie contract. He's trying to get a new contract for next year. And he has a guy in Justin Herbert. So this is a very interesting wide uh, wide receiver room. Jason, what's your take on it? It's a dumb fucking intro to me. That's what that was. You just shit on Keenan (laughs) Allen and then praise Mike Williams. I did not shit on Keenan Allen. I just said I'm not taking him. If you were in front of me right now, I'd Ric Flair slap the shit out of your chest. You could try. All right, you'd I'll hit you'd hit my Is Tim shirtless right now? I highly assume I'm he's shirtless. Yes. Tim's, okay. Yeah. That so, would be a great Rick First of all, I fucking love Keenan Allen this season. I love Keenan Allen this season. I love Keenan Allen this season. Last year, Justin Herbert was in the teens in true throw value. He was like fifteenth. Keenan Allen was still fourth in true target value. So there is room for Herbert to take that second year jump. Think Stefan Diggs with Josh Allen. Once that efficiency goes up, Keenan Allen's going to be the main beneficiary. If Herbert improves even slightly, and Allen sees the same number of targets, almost 10 per game, he has overall wide receiver one upside. Because if you look at his numbers last season, he also only had a 68% catch percentage. That was 36th in the league for wide receivers. Keenan Allen has legit 100 reception, 1,200 yard, 10 touchdown potential. If you're taking Keenan Allen, you're getting a top flight wide receiver one, in my opinion. If Herbert improves, that's just icing on the cake, and I think he will. Because I think, because you also need to consider that the Chargers have no one else to throw to. Fuck out of here with Mike Williams. Mike Williams, there's a reason why he's playing for a contract, because he's not fucking good enough to earn one. I don't know the Chargers that. would have re-upped him already if he was good enough to earn one. He has everyone says he has one season over a thousand yards. He has one season over ten touchdowns. Good for you. You've never done that at the same time. One year you're a deep threat. One year you're a red zone threat. You're never both. And last year he was thirty seventh in true target value. Ended the year fifty sixth in PPR points per game. We're looking at another Sammy Watkins where he's just. In a good position, and he's just not playing up to it. Mike Williams, I'll tell you, like, I'll tell you the truth. He's going to make some great plays. This guy is great at coming down with balls that a lot of receivers can't. But that's the only thing he's great at. And you're not getting a wide receiver 2-3 from spectacular plays. They'll be fun to watch. Because if you look at what he did last year, too, 20 spots difference between his points per game and true target value that was with a top 10 yards per reception and average depth of target last year if those numbers go down the rest of his numbers are going to go down and that also 
doesn't include the fact that there's a UDFA on the team who had 55 targets last year, who, if he qualified, would have had a better A dot and a better yards per reception than Mike Williams, who goes by the name of Jalen Guyton, who turned 50 targets into 511 yards and three touchdowns. He did what Mike Williams has never done, actually done something with his targets. Because <laughs> if you saw 100, that would have been a 1,100-yard, six-touchdown season. I'm taking the shot on Jalen Guyton and with my last pick of drafts. I'm letting someone else take Mike Williams in the ninth round, and I am ecstatic if I can get Keenan Allen at the end of the second, early third. I will say this for for Mike Williams, and it's not looking good for him. His best finish ever was in 2018, wide receiver 31. It's his best season ever. In his entire four-year career, he has finished as a wide receiver one. Guess how many times? And one was wide receiver 11, where he was just on the brink. In his entire career? Entire career, four years. How many times? I'd say, like, five. Seven? I was going to go with four. Four. That's the answer. Four times. Fucking bum. Four times. He has he has not produced, but there is something to be said about maybe it's because of that offense who didn't really value the outside receivers or the way that it's popular to say it now, the X receiver, who didn't really value the X receiver the way that an X receiver is 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 valued in other offenses. Also, Phillip Rivers doesn't value that receiver in general over the years. Phillip Rivers likes throwing to the tight ends, like likes throwing to the slot guys, likes throwing to the running backs, and those are the guys who benefited from a Phillip Rivers regime. Then Justin Herbert comes, and they they still have that same offense in play. It's going to be interesting because you do have uh, Joe Lombardi, who was the Saints' quarterbacks coach, who the Saints had Michael Thomas, and Michael Thomas set the record for most receptions ever. And, you know, Mike Williams has the draft capital. So while I get what you're saying, Jason, there is this fantasy land where you're no, like, that hey, actually, if? that actually was a point that I forgot to make. You look at Joe Lombardi's time with the Saints, and it was Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Yes. And this is the same exact team, except it's Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. It's the same thing. There's a stud receiver and a bunch of scrubs, and there's a... Great running back. Who knows how to catch the ball? It's the same shit. Don't tell me Mike Williams is going to be Joe Lombardi's Michael Thomas. Because then I'll, I will go upstairs, unlock your door, <laughs> and Ric Flair slap you. Well, all right, listen, listen. Jason's getting frisky right now, and I'm not really about it, but he did mention one thing. He mentioned Austin Eckler. Was good with Austin Eckler because this guy, this he, it's always the same thing with him, it seems like. After the season's over, everyone forgets about old little Eckler. And all the, he's expert consensus running back like 19. And then all of a sudden, as the, as the time goes by, everyone remembers, oh, shit, I forgot how much of a beast he is. I forgot this opportunity he has. I forgot that he really doesn't have much competition in the backfield for, for targets and carries. And now all of a sudden, he's way up rankings. And I'm one of those people. I, I readily admit it, like, when I wasn't in, in season form like I am right now, I slept on Austin Eckler. But I've moved Austin Eckler up in my rankings. I think I have him as RB7 now. Cass, how, do you, how are you feeling about Austin Eckler this year? Honestly, great. I mean, I've talked about on Twitter how running back targets are more about the QB, uh, who's throwing the ball, than rather than who's catching it. 
running backs have less of a say on how many targets they get than wide receivers or tight end, for example. And people were worried that Philip Rivers gone, Eckler would have less targets, but something crazy happened and Justin Herbert turned out to be an RB target machine. I mean, I quantified 2018 to 2020. Rivers was number five with 9.4 targets per game to the running backs. Herbert was number one with 10.3 targets per game to running backs. Wow. So that's huge for Eckler's value going forward, especially in PPR formats. I, I think he's the top five back for PPR. And also, let's not forget last year, he missed almost half the season from week four to week, oh, half the season from week four to week 12. And he still had the fifth most receiving yards among running backs. Just imagine what he can do when, with a full season. Uh, I'm all in on Austin Eckler. And just the rest of the running backs, just to give a little bit of context, Joshua Kelly, I got sold on him last year, and he sucked every single game he played, even when Eckler was out, so I'm not even touching Kelly. If anything, I'm drafting Justin Jackson late, but not really. Eckler's the guy, and that's it. There's no one to talk. There's no one to... Finally, he's the it guy. Is, I just want to add, one, I've always loved Austin Eckler. Two, the fact that just that Joshua Kelly got, like that entrance into the NFL week one, getting all those snaps and being like such a big part of the offense to what happened at the end of the year when he was basically not playing and lost his job to Kalen Balazs was just awful to see. I'm with Cass and that I'm just going to assume that this dude is never fantasy relevant again in his life because that was just a, an atrocious performance his rookie Bro. season. Nothing against him, but it was that's just really bad. All the time Eckler was injured, Joshua Kelly finished as an RB2 once as RB24. That's it. That was his best finish. RB24 in week nine. Shout That's out the to best Broto he could do. Game logs. Oh, of course. <laughs> all the research I've done was with Broto averages. So, you know. It saves us so much time. I was going to say, if nothing else, we made a great tool for ourselves. <laughs> we uh, really if, did. If nothing else. Um, but, you know, there is other things. Um, but but I also wasn't on the the uh, the North podcast. I was not of of Northern um, of the NFC North podcast. I think it says a lot about Anthony Lynn what you just said about Joshua Kelly about how he has his system. He likes having his A one back and his A B back, whatever the fuck he calls them, A one A two. Right? He likes having those types of backs, and I think Jamal Williams is going to have some value because he's going to be the Justin Kelly of this year, except he's actually good. Like, he's going to get those carries, even though DeAndre Swift is is the more dynamic person. He's going to get the work. He's going to. Um, but anyway, um, quarterback. Quarterback's an interesting one because George, Justin Herbert set the world on absolute fire last year. And this is not the first time we've seen a rookie quarterback do it, and it won't be the last. Um, but we saw the last time that this happened was Baker Mayfield. And he came out and he kind of sputtered and did not have that same type of year uh, the next year. Michael, you wrote a really interesting article about Justin Herbert and how he's kind of being drafted at his ceiling. Why don't you tell us about Justin? Yeah, um, Justin Herbert, first I want to say I hate when I do this, but someone wrote some sort of article on Twitter. Sometimes I just don't remember who it was, and then I lose the article and never never find it again, about how Justin Herbert is going from an offense that – uh a new offense this season, and it was the same change in offense that Baker Mayfield saw from year one to year two, where he really um, struggled to make the change. So I thought that was interesting. So sorry to whoever wrote that because I lost it. But 
Like Tim said, I also wrote an article about fading Justin Herbert at his current ADP. And I love me some Justin Herbert as a football player, but fantasy is a different animal. And quick synopsis of that article, you should read it if you haven't yet. Um, Only 10 quarterbacks have finished top seven. He's currently going as the QB seven and only 10 quarterbacks have finished top seven with the rushing numbers that Justin Herbert put up last season as a rookie of those 10 quarterbacks. Justin Herbert was nine spots below the average in true in true throw value. He would have to improve his passing yards by 5%, his touchdown percentage by 16%, and his yards per attempt by 12% just to meet the average of those 10 quarterbacks that he's trying to, I guess, emulate this season. And he did not reach that last season. He was not a top seven quarterback. And that was despite ending a season fourth in passing attempts and passing completions while also throwing for a rookie record 31 passing touchdowns. And like I said, he's going to have a new coaching staff, a new offense to learn. The it Largely the same, the offense around him. Really not much has changed at all in um, Los Angeles Chargers territory besides Hunter Henry leaving. But now he has Jared Cook and Donald Parham there. And honestly, Hunter Henry was is just extremely overrated at this point. He was ridiculously mediocre for the workload that he got last season. I don't think people are talking about that enough. But with that being said, we're not talking about Hunter Henry. We're talking about Justin Herbert. I just, I do not see a way that Justin Herbert ends as a top seven QB, which if he doesn't and you're drafting my QB seven, you're drafting him at his absolute ceiling. The only way that doesn't happen is if he takes a, Mahomesian Josh Allen step up in year two into superstardom and he doesn't really need to rush that much or an Aaron Rodgers type who doesn't need to rush that much to be a top like even Tom Brady last year wasn't a top seven quarterback and no one would complain if Justin Herbert had the season that Tom Brady had this year last year right like no one would complain about that so it's just unless something drastic changes I don't see Justin Herbert living up to his ADP so I unfortunately, as much as I am a fan of his, I just don't see myself drafting much of Justin Herbert this year. People are drafting him at his absolute ceiling, in my opinion. It is is definitely uh is definitely especially because it's so stacked. Do you know I was actually listening to shout out to Andy Holloway, the fantasy footballers that that pointed out this stat. It was actually a, a ridiculously high scoring year for um for quarterbacks to the point where Kirk Cousins, I guess it could be whatever it was. Kirk Cousins who finished as quarterback 11 last year would have finished as quarterback five in points in 2019. So that's how much there was a a jump in quarterback production last year. It's going to be interesting to see how he adjusts, man, this, this offense, I think Keenan Allen, like I said, is safe. I'm not. I'm not drafting him at where he's at his ADP because I don't see the upside with him. But I think he's safe. I think Austin Eckler has tremendous upside. Like I said, I have him ranked as running back seven. Uh, I would even consider him taking him over like Derrick Henry if I'm staring Derrick Henry in the f- number five pick in one of my leagues. Like I'm, I'm considering if Derrick Henry drops there, like Aaron Jones or Austin Eckler instead of Derrick Henry. So, Ew. especially in PPR, are you going Eckler? Right? Well, it would be half PPR. So it'd be. Eh. I'm just I'm just that high in Eckler where I think that he could be one of those guys this year that really like is an Alvin Kamara type um, because of all the work that he's going to get. Um, but there is one more position on this team. You guys, you mentioned um, Hunter Henry. I, I was going to do what you said before. But I was going to call him Henry Hunter. Um, 
look, I, I people on Twitter, like at this point, it's it's just it's gotten to the point where it's maddening. But everyone's had to taking their victory laps or putting things. But there was one interesting tweet where they looked at Donald Parham and they and they put him in Waller type situations on the outside to get mismatches with uh, corners. It was a, it was something that was interesting to see at the very least. Are you looking at him at all, Jay? Uh, yeah, it was right interesting because like he's. The, I, I'm sorry. You should. We should also mention that Jared Cook is on this team, and he's the guy that if you're going to draft a tight end, you're going to draft a tight end on this team. But yeah, that's what I was going to. It's say. just interesting. All right, so I'm just I'm just angry today when it comes to the Chargers because Jared Cook hype gets me fucking annoyed. Why? Like, because every single argument for Jared Cook is, look what he did last year. Look what he did the year before. Look what he did the last three seasons. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's what you fucking do when you play with Drew Brees, Hall of Famer, arguably best quarterback of all time. Because before playing with Drew Brees, Jared Cook was just an athletic tight end who didn't really know how to play, who never scored more than six touchdowns in a season. Last year, Hunter Henry, in his prime, had 93 targets, finished only 12th in PPR points per game. So you expect 34-year-old Jared Cook to come into town and do better than Hunter Henry? It's just fucking absurd that people would even consider drafting this old guy. Especially when, like you mentioned, Donald Parham, fucking the first playoff game, uh, preseason game, goes and starts lining up all over the field. Yeah. And is being used as a giant behemoth like he is. And unfortunately, Jared Cook was signed. Because Parham alone would be a more enticing option. Don't draft a Chargers tight end. I don't know. People just point to stats with Drew Brees. Like, yeah, that's going to happen. He's so good. It's all Drew fucking Brees. Jason, you know, Jason was like, I don't know. He had like a bad dream last night. He has a crink in his People neck, just piss me off. I think that's the issue. I, I mean, it might be the issue, but it also might be because cause you're just like, Jason, you got to take a breath. Got to gotta, gotta breathe. Got to do no some meditation. You got to do some meditation. If if I if Jason ever tried to meditate, his mind would explode within two minutes. Like this guy's never not doing anything. He's always doing something. But anyway, with that being said, Jason, where could they find you being on Twitter? Well, um, the one injury away, good sir. Oh, one injury. I keep forgetting the one injury away. It's whack. Is it Parham? Honestly, I'm gonna go with Jalen Guyton because hmm. I think that Mike Williams sucks, and Keenan Allen has been healthy recently. Um, but in the past, he had some injury issues. So if it just so happens that Keenan Allen gets hurt again, uh, Mike Williams is going to have to face the first cornerback, the best cornerback, get locked down because he's a bum. And then I think Jalen Guyton would step up. Jason, no I'm gonna go. Hard. I'm going to go either. Uh, I'm going to go a mix here of Josh Palmer slash Tyron Johnson, whoever earns that outside role. Because, I, I mean, Jalen Guyton, I think, is going to be more that deep threat slot type of guy, similar to what we've seen from... Um, who was it last year? Who was that guy who just caught mad deep passes? Uh, I, I know Jalen. I know Jalen Guyton caught a few, but there was another receiver too. Who? Damn it! I'm for forgetting the Chargers? His name. No, 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 no. Nelson for, Aguilar that for the Titans. Role. For the Titans, all oh. he did was catch deep passes. He's not on the Titans anymore. Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond. Yeah, yeah. I think Jalen Guyton <laughs> might be a a Khalif Raymond type and just like keep that role. Um, but Tyron Johnson or Josh Palmer might uh, excel in that outside role, whichever one of them takes advantage of the role of something were to happen to Allen or Mike Williams. I think Jalen Guyton will be a Khalif Raymond type. No, that's <laughs> how you know when someone's to <laughs> you know, like they, they live this fantasy thing. Um, 
I'm going to, ah, man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm going to go Mike Williams. I, I I know you guys don't like it. I'm sorry. But if Keenan Allen gets hurt, Mike Williams has the opportunity to be the Mike, to be the Michael Thomas of this offense. Um, so I'm going to go with Mike Williams. Cass? I'm going to go with Justin Jackson, actually, because he was actually the one running back that was decent when Austin Eckler was injured. Unfortunately, he was injured for a stint there during the Eckler injury as well. So we didn't get to see him play. So if Eckler were to go down, which I don't want to happen, Justin Jackson would be my pickup to fill that role. All right. Uh, now I could tell them where to find you on Twitter. Jason, don't kill me. At ProtoFF Jason. Yes. At ProtoFF Mike. I, did <laughs> I knew you were going to do it, so I just snuck it in there quickly. No, you, you didn't beat me, though. I, I beat you to it. Nah, we started at like the same time. Nah, run back the tape. I beat you. Nah, man. Run back the tape. Cass. <laughs> Where can they find you? Broto FF Casanova. Michael. At Broto FF Mike. Find me at Broto FF Tim. You see what we did there? It's crazy. Um, you can find everything BrotoFantasy.com. Don't forget to download the app. We already plugged that like crazy. Um, and Patreon, of course. That's how we make our money. So that's how we want. We we like money. I mean, money's nice. And it helps us pay for things like applications and bandwidth. You think you you think you want you want the app to be top? just like blazing fast you want you to have the information you want it to read your mind and have information before you even look for it we need money for that if anyone can make it happen cast can one day there's gonna be you know you're gonna be able to just think at your phone and it's gonna do what you want you know one day you're, there's gonna be no phones it's just gonna be you're just gonna be able, it's just think period <laughs> and that's your phone elon musk is already planning it he's like mate it's like a cloud of brains aye, aye, aye. The Matrix for real. See you. Go, Chargers, go. Think about that. <laughs> Heat wave. <laughs>